Okay, fam. So today we have one of my many parent couples <laughs> um, who are not only parents and a couple, but have parented me as a couple. <laughs> this is actually quite a funny story because there's so many young people who literally um, should first and foremost qualify as friends, but they have literally become my parents in this lifetime. And the O's are one of those. So before I get into many conversations that have nothing to do with what we're talking about today, welcome, Mr. and Mrs. O, please do introduce yourselves. And tell us how and when you met, please. Hi, Katie. Hi, Daniel. So I am Mrs. Ulifir. You like to call me Mrs. O. And I'm Mr. O. So we've been married for three years now. Um, this is going for our fourth. We are almost fourth. In September only. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have two kids, which we love very much. We are... We think of ourselves as a young couple. <laughs> um, We're young. Yes, a young couple. We're not old. <laughs> Are you? Do you feel? Old? I feel old a lot, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. We have two kids, and uh, our kids have been part of our relationship from the beginning. <laughs> um, yes, we have a little Nate and a little Kara that are very jumpy and bubbly, and mm. much of our relationship has really just been around that. But yeah, this is who we are. Uh, yeah, we are fun professionals we juggle a lot but yeah yeah where did we meet at work at work um, so yeah we met in 2014 like maybe like um aprilish 2014 april 2014 we met like we got i i he introduced himself to me and i introduced myself to him uh we worked in the same Building complex. Yes. Uh, he worked at MD Civils and I worked at Necro at the time. We were both new, actually. We had just started our jobs in January. And, uh, yeah, he was this guy. Oh, my goodness, he was this guy. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, we, we built a sort I of... I was sexy. <laughs> okay. I was. Uh, we built a friendship. Uh, we built a friendship, uh, got to know each other a little bit. Uh, he was a dork. Uh, but What's we a had dork? A, 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 like a, a, a nerd. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, he thought he thought we were a um a, a, a welfare service. So he <laughs> thought I was like super broke <laughs> and like <laughs> we needed food parcels like to survive <laughs> but of course it was an NGO but it's fine it's fine I forgave him for thinking about that he didn't think I was a professional he thought I don't know an auxiliary worker or something got to know me we got to know each other and yeah nay. and then we officially became she thought I was working with medical syphilis yeah MD syphilis okay I read MD syphilis <laughs> but anyway, uh, but I understood that he was, they were in construction eventually, but yeah, we got to know each other there. Uh, yeah, a lot of the people we worked with were just working towards us being together, which was fine. We didn't mind, but we eventually got was into... This, we were the same, we were 
the only ones that were age. young yeah ne? yes yeah that's uh, true was, oh. we were the only ones in our mm. 20s everybody else was like 35 above 38 above i think anyway in the in the building complex actually anyway uh we started dating in december that year for we for, were, for we, real so like we, for... Were, we were dating crushing yes before december yes but we were official in december no, like, listen, y'all, um, I, I just want to mention something about Nate and Kara. I feel like they are betraying me because they keep on growing and I have not seen them in the longest time. So they're not going to know me when I see them again. So that's just betrayal. Like they are not loyal towards me. But again, this episode is not about me. So I'm going to keep this going because y'all are not here to listen to me. Which is also betrayal, but it's fine. I invited the O's, so let me <laughs> let me respect their platform. Um, I just wanna now oh mention. I feel like I'm just gonna ramble and derail, but back to the conversation. So you guys are from different kind cultures. I almost said countries. Um, um, you guys are from different cultures. You from different provinces. You from different races. You from di- you just come from different backgrounds. So I just want to find out from you all, like, what are the major differences that you only found out once you got married and started living together? He's from a colored family and I'm from a black family, right? Uh, so literally almost everything um only realized after we got married language we didn't realize that language would be such a, a barrier between ourselves and between our families also uh acceptable behavior around family oh my gosh like that was my major difference like with what, college what, communities my gosh, no. my, uh, my mother-in-law would like hand me or want to hand me a beer and that is okay (laughs) in my family you would never even see me it's like it's abnormal to be drinking in with my grandmother and my mom but my colored family they're cool they're just like wow uh that's a major difference and another thing i was in my own place washing my own dishes and then my mother-in-law almost killed me why (laughs) <laughs> that i couldn't understand yeah um we we and watching through the window i mean like i can't watch <laughs> i can't look through a window i mean like so it's a window you have to open the kid those kind of things oh I my gosh yes uh, and and we've had big big arguments about this so Vern's family is okay with just like there's somebody at a gate oh open the window who is it oh my god like the person at the gate can see you opening the window <laughs> so for my family that's taboo you don't do that go open the door and you go to the person open the gate welcome them in Just don't look through the window we don't look through the window that's i don't know it's rude i guess but yeah <clears throat> he did that in my mom's house once uh because there wasn't really anybody who was going to who could get to the person at the gate and he was the only one and the first thing he did was to look through the window like and everybody looked at me like and we were like furious even me i was furious like why are you doing that but yeah we didn't understand that for him it's okay it's normal i could i could open a window like that at his mother's house anytime and nobody would feel like it's weird (laughs) um 
those are like okay for for now i don't think those are major i mean those are just like mm. things right um culturally okay things like slaughtering at the house at first laverne was weirded out he's fine with it now um much his mother is not a meat eater he she's a she's not a vegetarian but she's not a meat eater she doesn't eat meat and slaughtered meat oh my gosh it's like they got like they were traumatized the first no, time around but um yeah uh so yeah those are the major things that i think we've experienced oh yeah things like christmas we don't spend christmas in the same ways like they they have like this freedom of hanging out we have this need for family to be together the whole day and um yeah that whole it's not necessary to drink with them everything is a party it's cool so everything is a party man everything is a party like everything is a party um yeah what else so now we 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 kind of try to figure things out like last christmas we had our own christmas between me and him figuring it out like what we want uh so we we try to figure things out like that on a normal basis uh i don't know what other cultural big cultural differences they've been i think we experience them like as things happen and yeah when when they do happen we figure them out um i oh i totally hear the 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 differences that you guys are speaking on and i absolutely love that you are building your own culture i think for me stuff like christmas um new year's eve those are for me they are big family holidays and i've i've i grew up in a family way um in my earlier childhood we would go to church for every crossover but now we've created this culture where we all just stand in our living room my dad my siblings my mom and we hold hands and we pray into the new year like we have our own mini celebration throughout the new year's eve evening and then we just go right into prayer from like 11 p.m and go into worship go into prayer and pray the new year in and i always wonder am i ever going to be able to do that again once i get married do you understand because those are for me those are big things like i can be anyway and do whatever on christmas day because just really doesn't make that much of a difference to me but new year's eve is that thing for me so i always wonder how will my husband and i maneuver those things and i think it just goes back to what you said like we need to figure out what we want figure out what we like and build cultures build traditions that speak to both of our needs both of our hearts desires and both of basically what fulfills us i guess um but yeah and also piggybacking on that question i just want to ask how were you both raised because i think a lot of the differences that we see in our adulthood really just stem from how we were raised like i said with me christmas and new year's eve and whatnot so how were you both individually raised and how have you reconciled those two different upbringings into how you raising your children how was i raised i was raised by my mom alone all of my life uh, my dad left my mom when I was really not even a toddler, like still a baby. And so I didn't really know him. I knew that he existed and I knew about him. And he did uh, show up every now and then, but not to me, but to my mom. Uh, but yeah, that's all I know is uh, the very matriarchal structure of a family. 
um my the only patriarch he was my granddad he was the ultimate man <laughs> so he would be um yeah he was the guy in the family that uh yeah instilled the discipline and respect um he yeah we he didn't live with me and my mom but you know he he played a role he um he uh, lived close by he would come uh yeah he was very loving i loved my grandfather very much uh yeah but he yeah so um growing up he was my dad my grandfather was my dad um in every way possible uh in all angles that he was my dad in decision making in everything he was my dad um my mom and my grandmother were both my moms they wasn't one had more authority over the other they were both my moms um i grew up with two sisters when it came to discipline my mom uh my mom really took over the reins but she didn't like spank as much like it would really have been something huge or enormous for her to like even think about spanking us but yeah we she was very open my mom she she's very open she talked a lot i wasn't I was not open. I'm not a talker. We don't talk about things that are deep with me. So <laughs> I wasn't that person. She was like that with my sister. So I would overhear conversations and I would learn from those conversations, but I would never have conversations on my own. Um, yeah, so we grew up okay. Like we were not rich. Uh, sometimes we were sometimes poor. <laughs> but we, my mom overcame. She overcame. So I see a lot of strength in women because of the way I grew up. And I also see, I find that I respect men, men that stay and men that go because both ways they have their reasons and it can, God can protect us both ways. God can protect us with men that stay and God can protect us with men that go. If my father had stayed, my life wouldn't have been the same. And he's going now that I've grown up, met him and I'm building a relationship with him at this moment. Uh, I understand why it was important for him not to be in my life because he was not ready to firstly be a father or to be the man that he wanted to be for my mother also. And it would have really been a, an environment that would have been toxic for everybody had he stayed. So for the moment being an honor and I really respect him for that. And I respect my mother so much more for her courage and her ability to raise us in the circumstances that she had. It couldn't have been easy and it must have been heartbreaking for her to, to raise us alone. But she did it and she did it really good. And I'm very grateful for my uh, childhood. I had the best of times. I had good friends. I had uh, good examples of feminism and womanhood. Um, I didn't take everything in, but I'm learning now that all of those things were good. <laughs> um, yeah, I really had a good upbringing. I can't complain about it. And yeah, if I could be half the parent to my kids that my mom and my grandmother have been to me, then I will be super happy and super proud of myself. And I will know that God has really sent me for the kids that I have. How did I grow up? Yeah. Uh... Yes, I grew up in in Western Cape. Yes, so yes, I've, I my grandmother raised me. Yes, so I actually come from a family, very diverse family. Like my mother's side are Osa, and my father's side are Colored. Yeah, so 
growing up in that environment it's yeah it's 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 how can i say not torture it's it's it was very difficult because yes it's challenging because now when i'm in google to i would be the only light skin guy and then it would be like they would mock me like they would say things like i'm a cow and i've been i've i'm not baked right by the by the by the bakery things like that <laughs> so yes and i was very soft though i was a quiet guy so i was a introvert now i'm a extrovert i'm not that don't doesn't have time for being a, a introvert anymore so i was a introvert so i liked uh, i loved to i loved reading and drawing and building things like from old toys and things like that so yes my father's side of the family as like all of them they came from a military they all military people so my and my the other side with my mother's family as well my uncles everybody were also military um people so my and then musicians as well so i had musicians from both sides of the family so yes my father's uh, was a was a drama he's still a drama and then uh, my mother's side my uncles they all guitarists pianists and things like that yes I, i also play music though i also did play music in youth uh in a youth band in jazz band as well so yes um growing up like that it was for me growing up my grandmother raised me and the way she the things she taught me was i think that things that i'm trying to instill or trying to teach my kids as well because it's things with that as a lot of value like things you have to carry on for generations i mean like because you see things this is things they are dying now things are getting innovative yeah yeah so yes so that's what, that's that's what i'm saying my grandmother was 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 my hero and uh but blues was my grandmother's brother so he was like my grandfather so he was like my father yes so this guy was he was amazing he was he taught me how to play guitar so he taught me how to fix things open microwaves make gadgets things like that so yes he taught me how to defend myself boxing and things like that yes so growing up for me was it was i i couldn't have asked for a better setup so how do we reconcile the differences between our upbringing this is a difficult one because we are daily i think we are daily um determining what is best and what is not um one thing that we definitely agree on is that both of us were um were um raised from a christian environment right yeah and uh, we believe that our kids must also know god um have a relationship with god which also brings the values of respect love honor so we we uh, yeah try to build character in them uh, to be truthful to be honest to be yeah to be um yeah so people who have character and 
to do that is very difficult because it means that we have to act in that way all the time, every time, especially in front of them. Now, do you want to add? Uh, yeah, you said what I wanted to say, but it, yes, I'll just 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 add on. On, on 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 that it yeah you don't have a, a, a manual for yeah. doing that so you it's it's it changes you said it Porsche it changes constantly you improvise constantly like um taking things from the from from when you said your 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 your, 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 your background your background mm. yeah and then just trying to blend it in and see who, what not what one just see, see what can work for what can work for, for now yeah yeah and uh to yeah to determine what's best for our children i think also to like our children are different in themselves and how we we treat them <laughs> is 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 to some extent different because uh in terms of discipline it it ranges like taking away the phone from nate is harsh but taking it away from Kara is just like, oh, okay, I'll just go find something else to do. Mm. So even that in itself is challenging. I think also what is important is just like, we do not come from household where there's both parents. You understand? So that's a challenge for us too. We don't, we know one authority. Like only my mom could like reprimand me. My dad wasn't there to say, no, don't reprimand them like that. that. You know? So Laverne also doesn't know that. And it's it's constantly challenging us to determine whether um, the other person agrees with the way we are currently disciplining the child. And um, yeah, so it takes us a long time with each stage as the child grows. Like when they were one, obviously discipline was this, not the same as now when they're four and they understand. Um, talking to Kara and having a conversation with Kara about not doing something and having trying to have a conversation with Nate about doing something does not work. So um, yeah, to allow Laverne and Nate to have a certain relationship and for me to Nekar to have a certain relationship and to bring discipline in those relationships, these are things that we are figuring out because we've never experienced them. We don't know what a household with two parents looks like and therefore we don't know how to parent together uh, in this household. We try our best, but that is improvising at every stage. You're looking at me funny. Yeah, because it works. Not we don't know how. Thin. Yes, it works. Yes, eventually it works, but we, it's not. It doesn't work because we know how. It works because we are figuring it out as we are going along, right? Yes, because we do have spiritual fathers and mothers that actually help us. Yeah, guide that, us. that guide us. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Yeah, I think that's it. Wow, um, just taking that in and I just love how you say that it's a daily journey. It's, it's, it's like lessons that you learn daily, like it's a process of growth. Um, I always say to people like that, uh, we raised my mom, that she, she, her parenting evolves as we grow older and uh, her her children are so many different generations that the oldest is like 30 something and then the youngest is like 16 so she has like two three generations of kids and i can definitely tell you from a child's perspective as well that um parenting really really is a journey like it is it's an ever-evolving journey and i love that um even three four five years into it you don't 
say that no we've arrived we've got this but it's actually still a journey it's still a process i think that will give grace to the people who think that they have not gotten it right yet because i don't think you ever do get it right because when you get this right then they're no longer an infant now they're toddler then you get the toddler stage right then they're now uh, pre-adolescent they're pre-teens you get what i'm saying but yeah so what i want to ask you on top of that is how has your relationship changed since you started having the children in your life like you said you had them from the very beginning but how have the children really changed your relationship relationship changed it, uh, it didn't change it, <laughs> it moved we didn't really have much time it moved it means it, it, it yes you can say change but i would say it from engineering view it moved oh, baby this is not about engineering anywho um I, where did it move because we really didn't have much time without the children okay so when we were relationshiping we were girlfriend boyfriending without children you know and therefore it wasn't it was fun i mean like we had a lot of fun we had a lot of fun we had a lot of freedom we could do whatever whenever however and when we had december boss december boss you know <laughs> every day um so we were very single and we were um yeah we didn't have many responsibilities when we had our when we had our son obviously uh because we were not married and we were living apart levin still continued in his ways hmm. which he was allowed to because we were not married and he was not bound by anything um and i i i i was like mommy and it for me it had taken so much away from me and it had bound me into this house with this child all the time just work home work home work home anywhere i go i go with my child so it changed our relationship in the fact that we were not as free together ne mm. we were not as free together and when we got married we had our second child then we just were parents we were really parents for a long time there and uh, yeah it didn't it didn't it wasn't lekker it wasn't nice but we made it work and we figured ways where we could like it's important to have date nights they might be far apart and spread but it was important to have date nights um yeah. days where we just hang out with each other times when they're sleeping and spending time with each other and what we think sometimes you do forget that he, me and you came first yeah, yeah and then it's just everything is just about parenting the whole time okay, kids 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 managing managing the household managing the household <laughs> i mean like yeah so um yeah it's getting better now because the kids are grown and we are this we, time now yeah and time have, is important yeah and we have better strategies on how to deal with and we both ambitious i mean like it's 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 that part makes it difficult because um when you ambitious you, you need time <laughs> and then the kids there's yeah. no room for that so yeah we 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 we, we balancing our ambitiousness yes <laughs> everything else comes after <laughs> um yeah so balancing everything is has become difficult and it's changed it changes our relationship in that uh it changed our relationship in that we didn't have that time anymore you know uh to be ambitious and uh and have be a couple you know so now we are being ambitious we are being a couple and we're being parents and it it really yeah kamarao the the coupling becomes kamarao uh, it becomes the yeah 
the back seat, sits on the back seat. But yeah, thank you very much, Dineo. Yes, Dineo. I hope this helps. And um, listen, when are you coming to visit our Auntie G, our little child, our biggest sister to our children? You must visit. Please, man, Dineo, man, when I come here, man, my brother, man, you have to say guitar from spell. Yeah, you must come play to the kids now. <laughs> now they will appreciate it better. Mm. All right, bye. bye, love bye. you. Love you, Dineo. I absolutely love what Mr. O said. And yes, Mrs. O, everything is a science. So engineering has to do with everything. Okay. <laughs> no, but I absolutely love what Mr. O said that the relationship didn't change. It moved. So it's not as such that it transformed. It just transitioned. I love that. Absolutely love it because it, it, it it's, it's almost like you, you, you don't, you don't um, take a different form. You don't transform, but you evolve. Yes. Um, look at English. Look at Uncle George. We see you. But I love, 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 love that. Absolutely love that. Um, but now back to the parents because they cannot be kids without parents. So now I want to ask you a fun question. How did you know that you were each other's the one? How did I know you were the one? I never believed in the one. No, that that's just stuff that I just never believed in. What is the one? You know, I've always thought like more like these princess dollies and you know happily ever prince charming. Eh, eh, please, there's no such thing in my life. So the, I never really believed in the one. Not even in my naive teens. I hence I said in the in the previous question, I believed if the man comes and God wants him to be in my life, then he that guy has to just like get it done like shoot marry me or else i'm just gonna bail um so i don't believe there was a point when i believed that laverne is the one and he's gonna be the man i'm gonna marry and live my life with. but i didn't also go with emotions i i kind of he 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 earned my the one position <laughs> like, if that makes sense he earned it like he he made himself the one to me. And he is. He's the one. He's the one. Yay! We found the one. Whatever the one is, he is the one. <laughs> For me, that is. He's Laverne. He's my Laverne. That's it. Whether he's the one according to what uh, life and expectations of life, you know, you know, there's that this idea of the one. I don't know. But he's my one. How did I know that Poshi was the one? Oh, it was obvious. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. Yo, I mean, like, uh, your Porsche is beautiful, and your Porsche, I haven't seen such a beautiful woman in my life. <laughs> Damn. Am I allowed to say no? That? <laughs> no, please edit this part out. Wow. So yeah, yes. Um, Porsche was. I was not obsessed of the idea of like um, um, but how of the idea of having a beautiful wife one day, but it was just like um, yeah. How do so I? So you just married me because I'm beautiful. 
No, 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 not just that. So how did you know? The other, on? the other, other things was, I wasn't that much so into, 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 into girls. Oh no! Let me, that sounds so wrong. Into relationships. Into relationships. Yes. Girlfriend. Yeah, I wasn't so much into that. So, I my uncle asked me one day. Um, he asked me, Levin, that time I was on campus. Levin, listen, you, where's your girlfriend, man? I just see you have friends and friends the whole time. Where's your girlfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? So, so I told him like, no, she's going to come one day. I don't know if it's tomorrow or later or around the shop, but she's going to come. I know she's going to come. I prayed for Porsche. Yes, I even had a picture. People might think I'm crazy. Yes, but I have a, I had a picture of Porsche in my mind. It's not exactly, 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 but it's a blur picture. Can I put it like a mirage? Mirage the right word? Yes, of how my woman must look like or the whole description when i say look like i'm talking about inside as well yeah i mean like the the personality and things yeah but she has a very strong personality sure but yes we 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 could we uh, i mean like am i lost now in the mr o mr o is making my life it was obvious yes uh, because what other choice no what other choice like what what who else can you choose like what's better than your wife listen like can nobody compete uh, Leicester Edward yo Edward Mr. O Xiba yo yo ain't look <laughs> oh my gosh and friendy like I just want to say I personally also don't believe there is the one i believe that there is the one you choose that's your one that you spend the rest of your life with because you chose that one and that's your one um but yeah i also don't believe in the whole soul mating situation Askis fam if y'all were out here wanting um us to tell y'all how to find the one this is not the one <laughs> this is not the place but thank y'all and uh, we are at the final stage can't believe it cannot believe it but uh, lastly i would like to ask both of y'all um individually what advice would you give to a young couple that is looking to get married yo what advice can i give yo this is difficult because i believe every person is different which i'm also a very very complicated person i'm a different person i'm uh yes i'm uh i'm into the creating of things so it's very difficult if you ask me so what i will say is um you guys have to know each other yes i think that's 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 key first you have to know each other and it's very difficult saying to somebody that um, in a Christian setup, I'm not saying that we stayed together before marriage. No, we did not. But it would, 
how can I put it? It would be better if you guys, the guy and the girl, would firstly um, ever, ever, ever have a period of getting to know each other. And in what 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 I mean by that, if you guys know each other, it would be easier for you to make a decision on would you take this person or can you live with this person can i live with this person for 20 years or 50 years or yes you understand and then um my parents yes they do have a say yes yes i'm hard-headed yes i asked my parents i was like okay it was me and you know yes we went and then we spoke to my grandmother and then she said it's fine we can get married and then after some years i asked her again mama were you not pressurized on we were pushing you we we're gonna get married or what don't no, then she said no it was a honest blessing coming through her heart just blessing our wedding our our marriage our can you say a covenant yes so your parents do have a very 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 not crucial crucial yes vital role on the decision on when you're going to take somebody and be with that person for the rest of your life so it is important to 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 to, to consult your, your your parents yes they do have a say because sometimes we 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 we, we meet somebody and then you 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 so you so you so blinded by the by the by the by the in loveness <laughs> and then you uh then that so let's say it's a it's a period of it's a it's a it's a season and then it passes away and then everything is just disrupted so people that is not in love i believe like your parents and that loves you can make decisions for you yes in a way yeah so your parents are important and this one is difficult. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, how does what advice would I give to a young couple who wants to get married? I don't know. I really don't know what advice. To each their own. I think be ready, truthfully ready, not because the world is telling you that you're old and whatever. Be truthfully ready. And if you're too young, that's okay. Um, I think you you yeah, life has so many influences and influencers and expectations that when we do get married, people ask a lot of questions. And if you can truthfully in your heart answer those questions without any twifle, um, yeah. doubt, without any doubt, then I think it's okay. It's your choice. It's it's really something that you don't jump into. I don't think any person would want to just get married just because they want to get married. I think they will have to go through a process to get there. You know, we say love, 
but love changes okay love doesn't stay stagnant love is going to change love will be all butterflies and balloons today but tomorrow it's going to be flowers and uh doors okay and the next day is going to be toothbrush and um towels but it's love nonetheless if you believe that you can endure the different stages of love of that person and you are okay with that then that is all that you need uh, then i believe that you are in the right place to make the decision to to stay with that person marry that person be with that person for the rest of your life but you must understand that in the christian place it's for the rest of your life and it's a covenant you know and it's also very important not to take lightly the marriage you know marriage is not a light thing it's not a boyfriend girlfriend relationship it is marriage it is a decision that you make not only with yourself but with somebody with god it's a decision that you're making that this is the person that i'm going to want to raise children with one day this is a person that i want to work my purposeful uh, journey with god with you understand so things are going to come there's going to be times when you're not all lovey-dovey and butterfly and yeah you know flowers and scents and perfume but is that the time that you if this is the person you want to go through those things with then you're pretty much ready for that love uh and nobody's advice is going to be enough for you to do that love continue with that marriage so yeah if you're in that place then you're okay to get married how does one choose a spouse for me i didn't choose my spouse my spouse chose me and uh, i will tell you maybe about what i was going through when i didn't meet laverne i had gone through a lot in terms of love and love relationships or boyfriend shipping and I had gone through now a period of just like wanting to be alone and having this dream of just being like this independent feminist woman. And uh, I, I even made a prayer to God and said, you know what, Lord, if marriage is for me, if like wifey <laughs> is really for me, which I didn't believe at the time it was, I still don't understand how I got to where I am. But if it's going to be for me, don't give me a chance to say no. And God didn't give me a chance to say no uh we got married like a year after we had our son so we had our child outside of married and my husband had asked me actually to marry him before i was pregnant but nobody believes me <laughs> mm. but um he asked me for marriage before i was pregnant and because he was only learning about the processes of the black culture you can't just put a ring on somebody uh it took us a while but then mm. in any case we 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 fell pregnant and we didn't want my son to be the reason we get married i didn't want my son to be the reason i get married let me not speak for him he really believed that we needed to get married and we just took time and it took time and i was so grateful for the fact that he loved me enough to just stay and stick it out and stick my nonsense out and like you know the whole i'm independent i don't need you to marry me just because we got married i mean just because we have a child you know this child is not a bounding thing uh but he stuck it out because he knew he wanted to marry me before our son came about and what other people were saying or thinking did not influence his decision and he stuck it out and he came and he continued to me so what you look for in a spouse for me was what I needed according to my life. You know, I needed somebody who was going to stick it out. And for me, that was not my life's experience. And that's what I needed in a spouse. But that does not mean that that's what the next person needs in a spouse. Maybe the next person needs somebody who's romantic and lovey-dovey. I needed somebody who was rough around the edges. <laughs> 
you know, somebody who would take my very strong personality and allow me to be strong. Um, so that's what I needed. But, you know, you need something else and find out what that something else is. But I'll tell you one thing that is definitely sure. You need to know who you are. And if you do not know who you are, love yourself and be in a place where you are okay with being alone, then you're not ready for marriage. You're just going to need so much from that next person that it will take away from your marriage. Okay, so know who you are. Be self-confident. Be, uh, be so busy in who you are and what you're doing that when they come along, they just add to that. <laughs> you know, uh, if, I make, if it makes sense at all. And um, the last part of this is what influence should your parents have on this decision? Well, if the last two, uh, if the last bit that I've just said makes sense, then going to your parents and telling your parents about this person shouldn't be hard. And it should be the easiest thing ever because your parents are there to be your parents, to, to love you, to protect you. Uh, and in honoring them, you will want to tell them who this person is. You will want to give them a chance to know this person and an opportunity to tell you, my child, we believe in what you believe. We have prayed for you. We have prayed with you. And we are going in this with full blessings. You know, we, me and my husband got blessings from both our parents uh, to get married. And that for me was when, when his ma grandmother actually blessed us, you know, it was, it opened so many things. And my mother blessed me and him blessed us it was so much it meant so much for us so they didn't make the decision on who we should get married to but they made the helpers made a decision on whether we should get married or not and they blessed us and that mattered to me wow um i'm not going to repeat all the amazing advice you just gave but the one thing that really just stuck with me is be ready, not because society says you should be ready, but because you truly are. Um, I think that's, that's beautiful because I feel like that for me speaks into emotional readiness. It speaks into maturity. It speaks into knowing where you are going. It speaks into having your own vision, especially as a woman, because you don't want to be enveloped into your husband's vision and lose yourself in being a mom and being a wife, which are two amazing things, um, to be, but I believe that we still need to be fulfilling our individual purposes, um, even through fulfilling the corporate purpose within our marriages. And I believe that that requires you to know your purpose prior to getting married. And that does not have, I believe it does not have an age tag on it um, to say, okay, when you're 25, you know your purpose. Or when you're 50, you know your purpose. For some people, it happens sooner. For others, it happens a lot later. So whatever that looks like for you, I would say be ready for within yourself, like Mrs. O said, and not because society says you should be ready at that point. And you don't have to rush and get married. You have the rest of your lives to be married. So yeah, thank you all so, 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 so much for being here. And I think people will say, oh, but you say this all the time, but I'm genuinely so grateful because I also understand the 
pressures of working from home, having the kids at home and just doing everything in these times. I, I can only imagine how, how much time you had to spend in like just responding to these questions and really just also taking time away from your kids long enough to do this without us hearing them. I was actually looking forward to hearing a little bit of Nate and Kara in the background, but I am really grateful that you guys um, honored my request, my plea for you guys to join us. I am super, super grateful to God that I know you and that I get to witness your journey. And I pray for you, pray for your children. I pray for your family. May it be everything that God has ordained and predestined it to be. And may God bless you all in your careers, in your finances, in your babies' lives, um, in your health. May God just protect and cover you all around. Thank you so, so much again for being here. And to the rest of the fam, I will see you on the next conversation. Bye.